0: Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Spain, Bradley Burroughs and guests. Welcome to this special episode of the NZ Tech Podcast. Uh, we're coming to you here uh, with episode 20 direct
1: from Microsoft's Worldwide Partner Conference in Los Angeles. Yes, we've been uh, brought over here by Microsoft to report on WPC, give you a view of what's going on at the uh, partner community, and also talk about some of the technology and the people that we're going to meet over the next three to four days. You're here with myself, Paul Spain. You've got Bradley Burrows
0: and we're going to be uh, filling you in on quite a bit of news over the next few days so this is the first of four episodes and each episode will be covering some of the highlights that we've caught at the keynote sessions and during the other sessions throughout the day uh, from the expo area uh, and you know really really uh, bring you up to date with the, the latest uh, news and the uh, the points of Microsoft have been communicating uh, to their partners here at the WPC conference
1: yeah a nice hopefully 45 minute package of what we've heard what we've seen, and hopefully what we're going to see for the next day. We're also working in partnership here with the uh, Microsoft Partner Network, which are doing live broadcasts at 1, 3, and 5 p.m. Pacific time. And Paul and myself will be on the Wednesday, that'll be Thursday New Zealand time, at 12 p.m. New Zealand time, 5 uh, 5 p.m. over here in um, L.A.,
0: yeah, so those are going to be quite. Those are quite interesting sessions. So, um, in addition to listening in to, uh, to our podcast, if you want to hear uh, about the WPC event, then those uh, those uh, TV or on, online video broadcasts will be an interesting way to uh, hear from the various um, uh, partners and, and other people that are going to be interviewed and, and will be on those those panels. So uh, that's, that's
1: going to be quite an interesting one too. Cool. So that's enough about what we're going to be doing. Let's talk about what we've seen so far. So we attended the keynote this morning. We had Steve Barmer, Um, we had the head of Windows. Come along, and we also had the head of the partner world. So, John, what, John Roscoe. Yeah. yeah so, what, yeah. what did you sort of grab from the three sort of presentations? If we break it up,
0: well, that, I guess if the the uh, the first thing it was a, a highlight coming through all of those uh, all of those that spoke, including Steve Barmer, was really that Microsoft's focus is is not on a sort of a direct sell model, but they're very committed, uh, you know, to Partnering, or to working with a with a partner community, and I guess that's one thing that differentiates them from some of the other uh, vendors out in the in the marketplace at the moment, the Google's and so on, who uh, are happy to sort of go it alone and have those direct relationships. Apple and so on. So uh, Microsoft's saying, look, the very large majority, I think they were talking between ninety and one hundred percent of all of their yep. business goes through a partner channel, and so that was their focus on the, the, the value that they get out of actually working with partners. Customers also getting that value of working uh, with a partner that brings in that local expertise uh, all of those extra skills that a partner brings to the table when businesses want to engage and use Microsoft's technology so there there was a lot of focus about that uh, but they also talked about uh, Windows and and the success of Windows 7 out there in the marketplace uh, and the opportunities that exist also for for businesses
1: uh, to take on on board uh, Windows 7 for those that haven't got it. Yeah I think the key thing for me that I took away from it was well from the first couple of minutes especially was that only 27% of the world of the potential uh, Windows PC market have deployed Windows 7 so there's there's really 73% sitting out the opportunity for a lot of our partner community to to generate revenue And, and also for every $1 Microsoft makes the partners make $8.70, which is, you know, you look at that return on investment, that's, that's massive for a partner to get engaged with right there and there. Um, I suppose the the other one that really hit home was when they said there's only a thousand days left to the end of life of Windows XP. Now, while that sounds that's three years away, it would take a little bit of math, um, that if you don't start talking with key customers now, those projects are going to creep up on us and we're going to be at an unsupported state. And by that time, also, Windows 8 will hopefully have been deployed. And come out to market as well.
0: Yeah, and and I think you know most businesses today tend to be uh, rolling out Windows Seven in their environments if they don't, you know, if they haven't largely adopted already. I think in New Zealand we've probably got an even higher uh, adoption rate because the, our businesses tend to be sort of small to medium enterprises, much easier to get traction to roll out this new technology, take advantage of the great new features, you know, the security, the deployment capabilities, uh, the data encryption. There, you know. For uh, situations where where laptops get lost and so on, um, so there, you know there's there's some really um, some really enticing
1: things um, there go, going forward. I also liked it when Steve Barmer came on stage. He's very candid about the, the level of Windows Mobiles that sold, which is only a few million. Oh, um, Windows Phone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was that was good to see that there is that uh, humility there. But obviously the, they're looking at the Nokia engagement to be huge to grow the business for Windows Phone. Yeah, Steve Ballmer was really excited about, about that going forward, wasn't he? Yeah, and it, but he wasn't his usual, I don't want to say silly self, but he wasn't yeah. that usual over the top, he was actually, he, you got a lot out of his presentation this mm. morning, I felt. He mm. actually gave across some real value, rather than just being an entertainment, um, he actually gave out real facts, real interesting things that we all wanted to know about at this point in time. Yeah, and, and the focus was very much around
0: Windows today, wasn't it, Windows 7, uh, and and Windows 8, and it was interesting hearing some of the bits and pieces around Windows 8. Mostly, the the, the discussion was, uh, well in fact, all of it really was a recap of information we've heard before about Windows 8, wasn't it? There wasn't any new no. uh, information really released today. Uh, you know, just really highlighting that at um, the build event, which is coming up in uh, mid mid September, yep. uh, that that will be the event where uh, developers and hardware manufacturers and Microsoft's various other partners will be able to come up to date with exactly what is happening with Windows 8. I imagine also in that in that um, timing we're going we're to hear a little bit more about how far off Windows 8 is because that's something that's not really very clear at the moment, is
1: it? No, I'm also hoping in that build conference we'll get our hands on a beta. That, that would be gold for everyone to sort of play with. Um, but moving on from just stepping up from the keynote for a second, we're obviously recording this in the main hall here where the Exhibition Centre is, the Solution Innovation Centre as they're calling it. Um, What have you seen around here that you've really liked so far? I mean, there's a lot to cover. Yeah, Brad the things that um, the things that sort of
0: jumped out some really there's some really cool hardware things like the server surf, um, the surface 2 oh, yeah. uh, system which is that you know big uh, touchscreen uh, system which you can interact with it's got um, these sort of uh, pixels in it that that uh, are cameras so you know you can touch it and it sees what you're doing you can have multiple people interacting with it you can put objects on it um, there was a really application that we saw uh, which was basically a turntables and a mixer that was set up entirely interactive, you know real full size of of that type of equipment but all touch based pulling out an audio library Uh, we had a little bit of a play around with that and you can scratch the records and you know do all the usual uh, mixing things and so on and really really
1: nice. So I mean for the partner community I think one of the big things you're going to see is the Surface device that we saw is literally it's a TV it's probably three inches thick give or take but what you're going to to do is I think you're going to see a lot more development because it's all built on Windows 7 Um, so a lot of the applications that I think a lot of partners and ISVs are developing on now will be able to translate across into that Surface world using the Surface Software Development Kit or SDK and I I think we're going to see a lot more rich applications start to populate that Surface world Well the pricing of it's coming down isn't it so it becomes much more accessible
0: to to say well actually it would be really great to have an interactive board on the wall, and you know, for this particular requirement, or for uh, you know, a particular business that wants to open up that uh, that capability, and and it can be on the wall, or it can be in a, in a I guess a coffee table um, uh, style situation as well, kind of.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of the casinos, and I, I understand some of the um, mobile phone stores over here have actually got services where you you walk in with your phone, you place it down, doesn't matter what model it is, you can then get you go through your accounts, top up, and do a whole lot of other service, uh, services from there. So, I. I I totally agree with you. I think that's been one of the the, one of the brief things we've seen. But just to give you the listeners a bit of an idea, there's 180 Vendors here. Um, this thing's probably the size of two to three rugby fields at the moment. It's absolutely ginormous. We've got everyone from AMD, Intel, HP. We've got military hardware here. Then um, the computer. That work. stuff looked
0: really yeah. cool actually. I'm I'm keen to have a little bit more of a look at that. Yeah. As we look we look out of the window of the uh, booth that we're recording from. Uh, yeah, we can see you know just so many different uh, technology brands represented, and you know their sponsors here. Everyone from from AMD through uh, this morning. At the, one of the things that w- happened at the keynote was the uh, um, the, presenta- the sort of awards presentations, and we had uh, Green Button from New Zealand who uh, featured in those awards. So we'll be working to uh, to have a little bit of a chat to uh, to those guys ov- over the next couple of days. So there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more content that um,
1: we hope to be able to bring you uh, throughout uh, these, these next four sessions. Yeah, and I mean. I think for me, it'll be catching up with a lot of the partners over here. Um, New Zealand's featured very heavily in, um, in Barmer's keynote as well. Um, team One, Buzz from the Imagine Cup were featured very, very heavily, they're, they're currently into the last round at the moment, uh, round of six, and they're trying to solve, or uh, well, if they've got a solution to help reduce malaria, um, Barma talked about that a little bit, um, Greenstone has been huge they got, on um, one of the partners um, of APAC, um, and we're also going to spend some time, APAC actually have a, a booth over here which will um, allow from all the countries for people to go and speak and talk to them, so we'll hopefully interview some people there as well and bring that sort of feel of what's going on. Hopefully the background noise is not too bad for a lot of you listening to the show. Um, We are going to try and find quiet places around here. But at the moment, we've snuck into one of the media rooms. So right now we have some snippets uh, for you from the keynote
0: uh, that we've picked for you to listen into. Uh, Quite interesting. Included in there uh, is the promo for the Imagine uh, Cup event, including uh,
1: the team that came from New Zealand that we mentioned a little bit earlier. What are they called? Uh, Team One Buzz um, from Auckland University. Great team. um, And they're in the final six right now. So let's cross over to hear from them.
2: thanks I am beyond excited to have a chance to be here today at WPC I have to say and I know I said this before if you've been to previous WPCs but I'm gonna share it again today more privately for you about the most exciting thing I get to do in any 12-month period of time is come to this conference Last year, I basically said at this meeting, we're all in on the cloud, hundred percent. And we need partners who want to come with us. Doesn't mean that the business has all transitioned in the last 12 month period of time, but we're all in. It is where things are going. In fact, we got 41,000 partners now who identify themselves primarily as cloud partners. Last week, I had a chance to do probably the second most exciting thing I get to do every year. And that's to, or at least this year, I had a chance to go to New York and meet with a group of about 500 university students who are competing in a competition that we call the Imagine Cup. We had over 380,000 students start out in the competition. That's very good for all of us who need to employ talented young people with skills in these areas. And they came together to work on programming projects with a team from their school, and in general, focused in on the applications of technology to some of society's most important problems. Draw a museum! is a malaria intelligence system. It's a a system that fights against malaria, which is one of the world's most deadliest diseases. So we're using state-of-the-art Microsoft technologies and the Azure Cloud Platform to revolutionize the fight against malaria. Whether you're hearing from a partner in Japan about earthquake and tsunami relief, or we see the interesting and exciting work that students can conceptualize, it should remind all of us what the real motivator and excitement and fun is of being in this business and that's to transform society with Bing we've taken a simple point of view people don't want to search they actually want to decide and take action decide and take action and in everything we're doing with Bing and we'll show you a little demo here in a minute you can see how we're trying to help people Decide and take action. So that's it. Those are a few things I wanted to show you. But you can see that at Bing and at Microsoft, we're thinking about search differently. It's not just index and retrieval anymore. It's about connecting people to other people. It's about connecting information to places. It's
0: about connecting people to action. It's really about getting you and moving the metaphor away from simply searching and finding to being more of a searching and being done.
2: Really, in the course of the last two, uh, last 12 months, I would say a couple of big things have happened. Number one, Windows Server continues to build market share. Over 75% of all of the servers sold last year came with Windows Server. Number two, in the last 12 months, we have made major advances with Windows Azure functionality and capability. The third thing that's happened in the last 12 months is we've really stitched together now a much more coherent and complete public cloud and private cloud story. Questions I get a lot from partners is, when does ERP move to the cloud? And I'm excited to say that starting with Dynamics NAV early next year, we will put Microsoft ERP solutions in the cloud. Office 2010 shipped last year, we've already sold over 100 million licenses. It's unbelievable, thank you. Two weeks ago, we formally announced uh, and made available Office 365. Office 365 is really the broad service for anybody, businesses from very small to very large, that brings office productivity and collaboration to the cloud. We like to say Office 365 is where office meets the cloud and brings collaboration to all. In just two weeks, we've had over 50,000 businesses around the world Trial, Office 365, that's about one business every 25 seconds. Skype, subject to regulatory approval, Skype. I got to be careful here because we are in the middle of the regulatory process, but I'm very enthusiastic about acquiring Skype. Skype is very consistent with what Microsoft has, has made one of its core businesses, and that for us is helping people communicate and collaborate. I've asked, been asked by partners, is this Skype acquisition somehow mean you're not as uh, serious and enthusiastic about Link? Quite to the contrary. One of the great motivations in acquiring Skype is to enable the enterprise to have all of the control it wants of communication and collaboration through Active Directory and through Link, and yet be able to connect people within enterprises to consumers, businesses, and trading partners around the world. Xbox, big year for Xbox. We launched a new uh, console roughly a year ago, we launched Kinect for Christmas, we were the, had the fastest selling consumer electronics device in history, fastest to 10 million ever with the Kinect product, and yet I feel like we're just scratching the surface.
0: OK, so we're here in a uh, meeting room at uh, WPC, and apologies for the background noise. Uh, we're uh, in amongst it at the, uh, the, uh, the main sort of expo area. So there's, uh, there's a lot of people around. Um, here with Dave Fellows uh, from the Green Button in New Zealand. Uh, hey guys. How are you doing?
3: Very well, thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here again, here this, last year, and it was a great okay, time. Okay, so this is your second time at WPC? Second time at WPC, yeah. And I think uh, when we look back uh, where we were last year and where we are this year, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing for us. It's been a, been a hell of a journey, and uh, we've grown a lot since then, and, and we've got a great story to tell today, and, and you know, the, a lot of momentum building.
0: Excellent. So, in terms of where you were last year to to this year, uh, what's changed in terms of the size of your organisation, in terms of the
1: customers that you brought on board?
3: Yeah, I think uh, last year we were probably five or six full-time people, we're about 20 now. Wow. Uh, And grind, you know, very, very fast and and, uh, then, you know, a lot of it's, you know, you could put it primarily down to the alliance relationship with Microsoft, they've been such a strong supporter of us, um, probably going back 18 months now. Uh, and a couple of months ago we signed our alliance agreement with Microsoft, uh, the second Azure global alliance agreement behind CA. That's fantastic. Um, and here yeah, obviously we won the, the Windows Azure platform ISV Partner of the Year. So That's a huge congratulations. the Yeah, big, big for, yeah. for the New Zealand company. Yeah. So we're, we're very proud.
1: So yeah. what, what does that alliance relationship mean to
3: Green Button? Well I mean I guess at the end of the day it's funding um, to support the business that, that we are doing anyway so our business is all about um, onboarding ISVs uh, in the sort of five verticals that we focus on, um, biotech, uh, oil and gas, uh, engineering, financial services and, and digital media, um, so it's all about onboarding those ISVs and the compute intensive parts of their applications onto Windows Azure um, and so Microsoft's really got behind us, they're, You know, they're all about driving adoption of Windows Azure and driving cycles so through the green button, that's an easy route or an on-ramp for those customers to get their applications onto the cloud. All right. All
0: right. And in terms of uh, the Worldwide Partner Conference, in terms
3: of in that mix, has that been valuable to you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, you know, 15,000 different partners here and um, a lot of our customers are here and a lot of potential customers and partners are here. Um, so it's a really great opportunity to get in front of them, you know, face-to-face, have meetings like this. And uh, and, uh, and and I guess, you know, everyone gets a good buzz and WPC and gets excited about, you know, the, the possibilities um, with, the, with the cloud especially and, and mobility. So um, for us, it's, it's very relevant and, you know, you hear what Steve says in the, the, the keynotes. It's all about the cloud. So um, you yeah, know, everyone's, so. everyone's got the head in the right space. So. In the <laughs> cloud, yeah. you can say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Right.
0: and it's I mean, what? Yeah, it seems to be a real sort of deep dive into what's current and what's coming up. Mm. And so it's, I guess it sets you up for what's coming up over the over the next term and, and helps you plan ahead. Would that be a fair
3: thing? to say? Yeah, de- definitely. Um, you know, we've we've just got a new sales guy that started up in Seattle, and so our, our pipeline is, is growing yeah, immensely. And uh, so we're very busy and the, the tech team back home uh, <laughs> trying to keep up with it all, but uh, you know, some really big names um, that some we can't mention, but uh, you know, Halliburton and another you know, really big guys and the you know, big sort of household names that we're, we're getting on board. That's, and,
0: that's great, I think mean, yeah. mean, it's really exciting, uh, you know, for us to, to hear about uh, New Zealanders that are really uh, achieving so much on
3: a, definitely, know, on a global definitely. scale. Yeah, there's there uh, should be a big announcement coming up in SIGGRAPH next month uh, around one of the partners we're working with, I think, some in New Zealand know about the Already, but uh, a <laughs> very good yeah. story.
1: So, so you mentioned Azure. Yep. Green Button's built their, their platform around Azure. That's so right. What, what have been the pros and cons that you've seen as you've started to develop on this new Microsoft cloud
3: platform? Yeah. So, as as I said, that we've been working with for uh, about eighteen months now, um, and it's it's been quite a journey, and you know, an evolutionary journey from uh, the platform's point of view as well as ourselves. And and you know, I think it's fair to say we've had some pain along the way where Azure's sort of dropped out and, and done some funky stuff on us, and and. Uh, uh, you know, Christmas Eve actually, when <laughs> our website went down, and I was on a, a yacht down in the Sounds, connecting up, trying to <laughs> try to those. What this issue was? was yeah, but, um, but but overall, I mean, the, I must say that the Azure platform and the development environments and the whole um, experience of, of developing and working with Windows Azure is extremely rewarding, and and you know, it's really about that innovation cycle. We've been able to sort of iterate with ideas and and migrate them into a live environment in a very rapid and short time frame, um, you know, which you couldn't do when you're trying to do with your own on-premise infrastructure, um, so it really, you know, it's enabled uh, you know, massive uh, opportunities for our business, and uh, consider doing the same for, for others, especially you know smaller startup companies.
1: And, and the roadmap for
3: Azure, um, have you had much visibility of that? And if so, has it, does it excite you? Yeah, so we uh, we actually just came back a few weeks ago from uh, some scalability testing with the App Fabric um, team in, in Redmond, um, which is really good. And so uh, we're pretty pretty closely tapped in with those guys and, and what they're doing, and, and some of the new features around sort of Messaging and um, uh, trading applications and all the different services involved as a, a single cohesive unit um, and being able to manage them easier is pretty pretty cool stuff. So um, yeah, they've, they've got some cool ideas and um, and I think you know the building out the whole platform, I think, is, is going to be a really powerful concept and make, you know, the, the developers' lives a lot easier, and um, I guess people can start thinking about, uh, you know, more innovative ways of putting these solutions together, um, and also very key for us is um, we're hoping to see some high-performance computing-focused infrastructure actually coming on board into the, the platform as well, so um, there are limitations today of what sort of workloads we can run on Azure, because it's not designed to be a supercomputer centre, but, um, you know, in the, in the future, that, those should disappear. Actually,
0: yeah, so you mentioned before, it's early on, with some issues in terms of reliability. How you're finding uh, the, the the platform? Oh, you know, it's yeah, it's,
3: it's very very good now, very solid. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we haven't had any any problems for a while, which is good. Touchwood. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <that's awesome. laughs> so
3: I've got a bit. Of, I've got a bit of a curveball question for you. If you remove yeah. your
1: um, green button hat for a moment, mm. and you actually just look around the the hall we are now, what technology have you actually seen, just as an enthusiast, technology that, you, that mm. you've gone, Wow, that's really cool.
3: Well I, mean, I must say I'm a big fan of the new Windows Phone 7 platform, um, I, I think Having a more cohesive platform across, you know, your phone, your your computer, or your, your slate or whatever it is, I think is, is pretty pretty compelling. I um, know oh I have to do a couple more laps of the floor and uh, <laughs> check out it's what a bit everyone's big, up to. It? Yeah, it is, it's it's really it? huge. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, you know, I do like Microsoft's end-to-end strategy of uh, you know bringing everything together and having a single cohesive platform and everything's nicely connected. So, you know, I think um, they, they've got a pretty unique solution there. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. So, Brad, we've seen some fairly
0: interesting things out there on the floor uh, today in the in the uh, expo area, or what's the
1: uh, what are they actually calling it? It's
0: got an official name
1: other than yeah. the expo area. So, um, everyone laughs about this, but it's called the uh, Solutions Innovation Centre, or as we've just called it, the expo area now. But, yeah, as Microsoft does, they put nice long names around something very, very simple. Um, we've only managed to cover about a third of the expo floor, um, and, yeah, like you said, from what we've seen, there's some amazing technology. Yeah. And, I, and
0: I guess their name, they're trying to, they're trying to give away how cool it is, but... Uh, yeah, I just can't remember the all these different names for the different areas. So, um, you know, we're looking out on it uh, now from a from a different perspective at, at a different angle. And, you know, we're seeing a whole bunch of staff and brands that are represented. There's Sitecore, which is a big content management system that's .NET based. We've got a big booth there for AMD, for Bing. And one thing that we've just been looking at is a product called Swivel. Now that's from a uh, a uh, California uh, company uh, just up near uh, Malibu, which is an area where we went for a drive the other day as we were we we're having a look around the LA uh, region. And this company is called Face Cake. Now what they're doing is is actually really uh, is really interesting. They they've taken the Kinect, which is uh, from the Xbox, and then they've used the um, developers uh, toolkit to plug that in to a Windows-based system for uh, home shopping, effectively. So what what we saw was a demo where a lady jumped in front of the Kinect, and then she was basically able to, to pick out different uh, clothes to try on, uh, handbags, belts, all all sorts of uh, you know fashion accessories, and uh, yeah, it it's, uses the um, augmented
1: reality. Um, Brad, you had a look at this. What did you think? Yeah, look, I, I'm actually looking across at it right now as we, as we do this from our press room and it's absolutely fantastic. So what it enables you to do, and I'm watching a woman do this right now, she's actually trying on a wedding dress now she's standing in front of it she's using her hands to scroll through the different sized wedding dresses it fits naturally around her so it'll automatically sized, and then she's able to shop change colours and do all those things just by using her hands and what the idea is, is that you can actually like the home shopping network on your TV but you can now do this with a Kinect and actually buy and purchase these clothes through the Connect Augmented Reality System.
0: And one of, the, you know, one of the things there is you get a chance to, uh, you get a chance to, I guess, as, as if you're a consumer, you'd get a tr- chance to try out a lot more products. I mean You know what it's like, you go into a changing room, you can only take two or three items in there, and then uh, you know it takes so long to put them on and off. Uh, with this, you can jump in and, and you just wave your arm and, and you know, point to the thing you want to try on, and instantly you're wearing it. It does some other cool stuff. So, for instance, you can choose. Well, how would that look at the beach? And you know, before you know it, uh, you know, you've got a beach scene behind yeah. you. know uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like that. It's very, very cool. And, yeah. and as Brad says, it, you know, it sizes things up for you. So you grab a belt, and it and it you know makes it makes it fit for you uh, the clothes and so on again a- automatically uh, you know applied
1: appropriately yeah no, I'm just watching this lady um she's now trying on a purple sweatshirt and she put a jacket on over the top so it had the smarts to actually put her in the snow so it actually looked like what it would feel like if you're in a cold conditions and stuff so it's actually got that intelligence built in designed on the clothing so it, it is something very very cool to see a consumer product in a business environment I, I think another one that we saw this afternoon we had the privilege of actually sitting talking with the um, vice president of Microsoft Healthcare and she was telling us how now a lot of hospitals are using Kinect and that technology to actually navigate through x-rays so they're actually able to use their hands to actually move around an x-ray and swivel something three-dimensionally and it shows the consumer products moving into the business world Mm. and I think we're going to see a lot more of this now with the SDK or software development kit coming out and a lot of partners building up on this technology for business applications. Yeah and I
0: mean just so many uh, partners here and I think that the thing one of the things that that uh, is is quite unique about Microsoft is they partner with all sorts of uh, organizations, so you know, of course, across New Zealand, we've got a whole mix of, of organizations that are Microsoft partners. You know, many of those are um, you know uh, software firms. We've got service firms. We've got uh, resellers. We've got the the retailers out there as well. Uh, but you know, globally and, and represented here, we're uh, we're a whole range of, of organizations that you know we might not have even clicked upon as as being Microsoft partners. So one. One of the guys we chatted to a little bit earlier was the CEO of a company called Parallels. Oh yeah. And you know they've got uh, some some amazing software that uh, you know virtualizes windows on a Mac environment. Now they're now, that's traditionally been uh, a play I guess in the consumer space for home use and, and so on now they're moving into a real uh, enterprise type software offering there so we're going to try and chat a little bit more to them um, over over the course of the next few days uh, but you know they're just examples of the, the, the sort of people that are available and accessible here uh, to talk to so it's really easy to not just get a, a handle on the roadmap of what Microsoft are doing but other partners like Citrix, AppSense, Parallels—you uh, know, so many other vendors—and um, and and get a handle on where are things going to be in the next 12, 24, 36 months. And a lot of these guys are quite open to talking about where they see things going with their software, how they see that integrating uh,
1: in with uh, with the Microsoft stack. No, I think you raised a good point there too. Is that it's great to hear from the Microsoft people about what the roadmap is, but seeing that technology actually used in the real world and, and how the innovation is going on with that technology and beyond what Microsoft's original vision of it is, is really incredible because I think that's where we're seeing partners actually just start to bend and mould it into something form, from a Microsoft perspective actually into a real world perspective and I think we've had a really good dose of that today just walking around and just looking like I said only at a third of the areas but there are so many partners here doing everything from BI portals to plugging into Office 365 and, and SBS. Essentials, which just got released the other day, um, they're doing exchange plugins. We're seeing a lot of that ISV development, and it's great to see partners actually taking what Microsoft does and actually making it work in the real world. And I think that has been a real eye opener for me around here. Yeah,
0: and uh, you know, the, the the other side we saw is the sort of hardware that's being uh, you know tied in with um, with Microsoft software. And one of the things that we we saw earlier was a sneak peek at the new HP. Tablets, oh, these yes. little little slate devices that are uh, you know very much in that sort of um, iPad type size, probably the closest thing we've seen in terms of physical dimensions to the iPads. Really nice light unit, uh, but running running Windows Seven, and yeah, that that was really cool. Now our understanding they were smoking is smoking hot. Yeah, that, that's smoking that's that's the same hardware that HP are using are going to also use uh, with with their Web OS stuff. Uh, but great that they that they're delivering it at the same time uh, with the Windows Seven platform, and I think that's a great peek at what we're likely to see with Windows Eight when that comes to market. Uh, because you know, if they can deliver this now, then what we're going to see in the future with the, with the smaller form factors and the um, system on a chip. Uh, you know, uh, technologies com- coming through for Windows 8, that's going to be something really exciting.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, this HP hardware, just to give you a bit of a description, I think it was a 7-inch tablet device. It was a little bit thicker than an iPad, but it had a rugged back so you had good grip. Dual-facing cameras, USB port in it, HDMI, but it came with a really intelligent docking station, which um, third parties have been developing for the iPads, but this docking station comes as part of it. It, allow- it gives you an additional four USB ports and an HDMI port, so it's already natively built in. It doesn't come with a keyboard. It came with Windows 7, and some of the pre-done HP applications were actually really, really nice. So, I mean, we went to the Microsoft Store, as we heard from Podcast 19, and I didn't see anything that stood up like this. This was really, really stunning. Felt great in the hand and super, super light. Yeah, I mean
0: it's it's really cool seeing some of this new stuff. And what we're looking forward to is is getting some snippets on on some of the future uh, bits and pieces from from Microsoft. Hopefully, over the next couple of days, there'll be uh, there'll be a l- little bit more info that uh, leaks out as we as we chat to some of these chaps and, and get around uh, some more of the sessions. So we'll certainly bring uh, bring through those uh, new snippets as we as we find out about them. Uh, but we'll, we'll also be reporting back. On, on more of the hardware and software innovations that we're, that we're seeing. And I think you know, a lot of those are coming out of uh, the partner community, and it seems like you know, Microsoft partners love working with other Microsoft partners to uh, to bring, bring these things together and to get them out to the market. Certainly we're hoping that uh, some of the best things we're seeing here that aren't represented in New Zealand yet are going to be seen by the partners that are here uh, and will bring these products back to New Zealand uh, a lot of these companies are saying, oh, look, you know, we haven't yet established a connection into the New Zealand market yet, so anything uh, you can do to connect us would be great. Often they're in Australia and, and you know, a lot of the bigger markets, but they are, they are interested in, in plugging in and getting these products into New Zealand. So, you know, we hope we'll see that coming through.
1: Yeah, and I, I suppose I've just got two little things from people I've spoken to in the partner world here is that um, my two little observations as well is, is Azure is massive over here, absolutely massive. The cloud stuff for a lot of the partners here, they're just working on Azure. And every time I speak to them, I say, well, how would you like, what are you doing in New Zealand? Paul's right. They get to Australia and they're saying, we're doing, New Zealand does some amazing applications with Azure, but our partner community, I think we need to work better with some of these American partners to leverage and pull that down. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for the partners that are listening to this podcast to, to leverage that. And I mean, as we see what Green Button have done, they've done some amazing stuff there.
0: Yeah, and it's just great, great opportunities for New New Zealand companies in general who love to innovate with technology to share what they're doing on a global platform, but also to take advantage of, of you know many of these innovations that are that are happening uh, globally. But it, it might be quite hard to hear about them um, at home in New Zealand. So uh, you know certainly for those who have uh, who have made the investment and and have taken the time out to get uh, get up here to WPC, you know those organisations that want to stay at the forefront of what technology is doing. Uh, you know, those partners that are making that effort, I think that they're going to come back with some uh, some great things. I'm certainly excited about uh, the opportunities we'll learn from my own company, are the you Super. The excited? Technology. <laughs> super excited. That's so the catchphrase, isn't it? There's so yeah. many uh, uh, of these keynotes where uh, the guys jump up and say, oh,
2: I'm super excited.
0: Um, yes, we've had quite a oh, few. You've got
1: to laugh at some of the buzzwords coming out of these guys, don't you? <laughs> But um, yeah, so we also managed to get our hands, um, as we mentioned earlier on, we were lucky enough to be um, have a precursor to the um, to the actual hall here, or the Expo, before everything was put together, and we got our hands on a Surface device. Now we got a minute. Uh, now we sorry. had a minute yesterday, but we had a good ten minutes on Surface Two today, and this thing is what I wish Surface One had been. It is stunning. I, mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There were 20 apps in total I think I counted. Um, the DJ stuff I think we talked about but there was everything from actually seeing how the thing worked um, to the infrared cameras to a grand piano on there. So um, Surface 2 looks really good. There are a lot of companies developing for Surface 2 now um, which is great to see and again it's built on Windows 7 I mean what were your thoughts Paul? Yeah really nice. I, th- I mean there'll be certain sectors where these things get picked up I and mean, you know we're seeing
0: in the US where th- these, these being used in, in retail environments uh, they're being used in things like hotel lobbies so that people can you know find out you know what's happening in a particular area uh, it's very easy to custom develop for uh, for the service environment because it uses all the standard Microsoft tools right uh, so you know very easy to, to leverage this stuff in, in particular environments where you want uh, to create that that um, uh, you know, re- a really easy experience for uh, you know for a user for a very uh, specific requirement. Um, the other things that's quite common in casinos and so on. Yes. Um, Here, yeah, any environment where someone just needs to walk up, grab some information, uh, without necessarily having to deal with an individual person, they can
1: draw on a whole you know big database of, of information, local information or otherwise. So the other thing I've noticed too, also walking around the, the little bit we've had, is Intune. Now, at at the keynote today, you you will have heard from just previously when Steve Barmer announced Intune 2, beta, public beta is now available, so to all the partners listening to this podcast, you can now get this straight away, but there are a lot of Intune partners over here and they're really excited about Intune 2 um, I think it's still got a gap on some of its competitors, but they're definitely closing fast and their cycles of innovation are getting smaller and smaller as in, sorry, they're coming in faster and faster
0: Yeah, so I mean, what I'm seeing there, it looks as though there's going to be a, a new version uh, you know, it's going to be less than twelve months between uh, between releases. That that's certainly what I'm picking from the bits and pieces that uh, that we've heard out there. They haven't made any official announcement on when uh, the next version of Intune uh, is going to launch. But this new version uh, will allow some tie-in with uh, with third-party applications and you know hopefully some some third-party uh, patching and so on as well. Uh, I'm not aware of it covering uh, servers yet, uh, but you know it's it's good to see some um, some. You know, continued new capabilities coming out into these cloud-based products, and you know, really the the focus here is, is so heavily on the cloud. Everything is is around the cloud, isn't it, Brad? I'm yeah. Office three six five. Uh, people seem, seem you know pretty pleased to have seen Office three six five launch a couple of weeks ago. They're super you know, excited about they're it. They're super excited, <laughs> exactly. Um, and you know, a- a- as Brad said, uh, you know, the the Azure uh, platform seems to be getting. Picked up for all sorts of things. So, you know, Intune just sort of slots in there alongside that. And, I, you know, I guess there's, there'll be more things that, that we'll hear about over the next few days that, that sit in the cloud that maybe we haven't seen before.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're actually privy to some NDA information around what's going to be announced in the server environment. Now, we're going to be going to that session tomorrow. Um, once that's happened, we'll be able to sort of announce what we've seen. But some of that, we, we know what's coming up. It's going to be amazing. We can't wait to talk about that side of business as well. Um, and the final thing for me, I think, was we alluded to is also CRM. CRM is massive in the cloud. Um, I think they describe the cloud as small screen, medium screen, large screen. Did I get that right? It was yeah, 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 and yeah. So, and I think
0: that that that's an area where Microsoft is really making a play to sort of cover all of the bases with their ecosystem uh, from the Windows Phone, which you know, as we know at the moment, you know, ha- hasn't taken too much uh, share of the market just yet. Uh, but Obama they, commented about that. And, so. and he did yeah, you were straight up about that, and then you know you've got the um, the PC and the uh, the tablet sort of you know filling in that sort of middle sized screen, and then you've got the, the you know the home entertainment and the, the TV type uh, uh, screen, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really nice how these products are starting to come together across that space. Now we saw a little bit of a preview of some of the Xbox stuff coming up oh. there, didn't we, Brad? That looked, oh, that yes. looked really nice. In fact, when when I looked at it it was almost as though you're looking at the previews we've seen of Windows 8, that you know, it, it carries that same, yeah. um, that that same uh, Metro look and feel that's across uh, Windows phones, so I think, you know, we're seeing a, a convergence of the user interfaces, and the, the way that was demoed was all with the voice control, and and it was great, you know, uh, the Bing search stuff being being integrated into uh, the Xbox environment, you know, where you say... You know, you, you ask the Xbox for you know a particular uh, thing, and it's searching for games that fit your search. It's searching for movies, uh, movies, and music, and so on, and it just pulls all that together. Really, really nice.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, I I, I suppose the next level I see it more, uh, taking to is uh, besides the new UI interface, which is completely different to what we have now. Just to be clear, completely different. Um, I see it being with Bing Search in there is that businesses will be able to plug into that so that if you have a promotion on and I'm a a book on Harry Potter for instance and you go Harry Potter I can see that sort of stuff being brought in where you've got that digital media available through this almost multimedia device because there's live TV now on the Xbox so it's not it's becoming a PBR or personal video recorder but it's also becoming this tool where you can buy things online with your voice as well as watch movies play movies play games listen to radio stations surf the internet so it's becoming this huge entity that of this backbone, this service, and, and I, I think I'm really excited by it.
0: Well, it looks cool. What we don't know, and, and this is always a challenge being in New Zealand, in terms of which, which bits and pieces of it are coming to New Zealand, so there haven't been any official announcements around you know, streaming TV in New Zealand and the music side. We do know from some bits and pieces we've heard out there that uh, Microsoft are likely to make some announcements around uh, the Zoom uh, music ecosystem over the next few months uh, or few weeks and so at that stage we'll hear whether New Zealand uh, has been has been picked up uh, yet for inclusion in that uh, but you know it's it's great to see these things at least uh, you know moving forward in some good leaps and you know surely there, there will be some good opportunities for uh, you know New Zealand organizations to uh, to make the most of you know of, of some of the new technologies you know i think the the xbox environment is one that seems to be you know picking up Pace now, really. I mean, their their sales are pushing uh, pushing back up again. Up, they? they've slackened off a little bit last, you know, probably early last year. Uh, they're number one at the moment for yeah, consoles. So they're, they're, they're doing, absolutely
1: doing well. the connect has just absolutely taken the Xbox to the next level, and Barmer alluded to that. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the way they've revolutionised the platform, the hardware, and you keep everything moving along, they've done it. They're actually, yeah, I, I'm really pleased with where they're taking things because yeah. Sony, there for a while, was leading it quite heavily. They overtook Wii, and now I've I think the Xbox overtaking both of them. It'll be interesting to see when the Wii U comes in, but again, I think that's a different podcast for us to discuss that on. So. Sure, I, and
0: uh, you know, I'll be looking out just to see how Microsoft can open this up to the uh, to partners in New Zealand and how New Zealand organisations can you know can make use of these. I've seen some of the uh, US Xbox uh, things where you go in and there's uh, you know content, advertising, giveaways, all sorts of things uh, from you know retailers and brand- Brands and various organisations within the US uh, market space. So hopefully we'll see more of that uh, type of thing opening up uh, within New Zealand. So that's so,
1: what's cool. So what what are we got coming up tomorrow, Paul? We've got a huge day tomorrow. So what are we going to preview? Yeah. So we've we've got uh, we've got the keynote uh, in the morning. Yep. Um, that
0: that that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, we dive into a whole bunch of a whole bunch of sessions during the day. We'll be getting around some more of the the stands here uh, in the Innovation Centre or the Ex- area. We've got some partner interviews. What we're where, doing where we chat, aiming to chat with
1: some more, uh, some more partners. And, you know, generally, we're going to be getting worn out running around all over the place. So one of the key things we want to sort of also highlight to the listeners here is that um, we're, we're, there's also a live Ustream happening at the moment, which is the Microsoft Partner Network. Um, that's uh, Ustream, uh, ustream.com forward slash MPN live. Um, they broadcast 1 p.m., 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And um, if you want to watch those shows, Paul and myself will be actually on the Wednesday Wednesday 1pm show um, but yeah, go yeah along. that'll be Thursday New Zealand Thursday, time yep, right? yep. about 8am 8am will be our, our slot um, but yeah if you, if you want to go along and there's some really neat guests on there at the moment um, today we had the pleasure of actually working with Mary Joe Foley who's um, very famous from the uh, ZDNet did I get that right? ZDNet ZD 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 Net. I always yeah. get that wrong and um, she was there and she was on the show today um, so we've, yeah, we've, uh, we follow Sir Richard Branson's after his keynote on, on Wednesday our time Thursday New Zealand time Um, so if you can tune into those sessions there is a lot of value there around some partners and also Microsoft people talking about what's going on what's their space as well yeah, so the the uh the, keynotes, uh the
0: the vision keynotes we've got uh, coming tomorrow are covering off uh, are focused on the cloud and smart devices. So you know we're uh, we're interested to hear uh, whether there's going to be some uh, some new information there. Uh, but certainly, you know, I think that's going to be a good uh, a good listen in. And if possible, we will, we will uh, we'll grab some snippets out of those keynotes, like what we've done uh, today with uh, with some of the keynote content as well well and include that within
1: uh, within the podcast Cool. So um, that's all from us here in um, LA. We're, we're having our first day at WPC. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed the show. We'll be doing another wrap up tomorrow. Um, with, as Paul mentioned, more guests, and um, we've had some great sessions today with some very interesting people. And I think we've got a lot more to see over the next two days, Paul. Yeah, looking,
0: looking forward to it. We appreciate uh, you know Microsoft uh, bringing us along to uh, to this event so we can uh, we can chit chat about about their happenings. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, certainly there, there will be a lot more uh, coming over the. Uh, over the next few shows
1: yeah thank you to Brent Colbert from the partner team for bringing us up here Um, it has been a great session so far Um, and I hope all our listeners are enjoying
2: this see you later good cheers